Funk this funk. Holy cow. COVID-19 and I'm turning into a fat ass. Here we are. You're tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man. Jay-Z. So literally, Coleman, I don't know what it's like at your household. Like, um, I can't get into a rhythm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was cool at first. Like, oh, yeah, you work from, yeah, but now it's really, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, there was a time that going out onto my back patio with the coffee and the laptop was, oh, it was so chill, so nice. And um, you know, then my daughter starts baking cookies, and um, I realized I can eat cookies by the sheet. So that sheet was for me. The other cookie sheet was for the other three members of the house. And um, it's pretty easy to whack down a six-pack of High Lie after, yes. after making a pitcher of margaritas on a Saturday. Now, listen, I'm a- big day drinker i enjoy waking up uh forgive me on a saturday or sunday you know just you know shot of tequila why not you want get the blood flowing you know warms the stomach but yeah i found that you know a, a bottle later and 10 pounds heavier is not ideal to be sitting around the house no me. no not at all so um today's show uh, look it's not finance related it's not housing related um it's like uh funk the funk related like like get your ass in gear and don't fall into the trap because here we are a month plus into SARS-2, a.k.a. coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, and this shit ain't going anywhere fast. You know, people are excited, like, oh, I get to work on that project that I always wanted to do in the backyard. And like, yeah, the shit is done. I've raked everything. It, I've folded all the clothes. Now it's like, okay. Have, have you cleaned out that closet yet? No, I've been slowly <laughs> working my way towards it. Because, you know, we all have that that one closet. Um, yeah, same thing goes in my household. In fact, I heard my daughter and my wife talking this morning about attacking the closet. Teamwork, that bad. Oh, yeah. It's the craft closet. Oh. Yeah, so like, hey, are we going to get the closet? <laughs> my daughter's like, I don't know if I can get all my schoolwork done, Mom. Maybe we can attack the closet. But, no, I mean, there's only um, – so, look, I've enjoyed playing board games with my kids. I really have. And uh, teaching my kids poker and – uh, watching shows together and movies, but what I haven't enjoyed is I'm not reading and I'm drinking too much and um, I can go through, I can literally power eat a bag of Lay's potato chips. That's after I've had a block of cheese and a whole thing of club crackers. Oh, you on the cheese? Yo, are you? No, I'm serious. I, oh, all day. Triscuits, it's one slice, two slice, three slice, half of the wedge is gone. I have a problem. Yeah, and uh, you know, dairy's not the healthiest thing for you, by the way. It's like really, it's bad for like inflammation. It's dairy, dairy plus tequila shots. It's yeah. not, you know, so what is that? What does that look like? How to like at least make uh, guacamole if you're gonna have tequila shots? No, you're doing dairy with with Don Julio. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Okay, so you and I had talked, um, gosh, probably a couple months ago about seventy five hard. Okay, so today's episode is gonna be seventy five hard today. Today, we're going to jump into 75 hard because it's a way to funk the funk. It's a way to pull yourself out of the gutter by the bootstraps and attack life. And I'm going to, I'm going to preface this. I did not come up with 75 hard. Okay. There's a podcast. Um, I think it's now changed names, but it's originally called the M F C E O project. And MF is like mother, yeah, mother of trucker, <laughs> yep, CEO. Um, the host is a guy by the name of Andy Frisella, and and Andy did a, a podcast about a year ago now on his show where he promotes 
this lifestyle of 75 heart. Now he gets pissed if you call it a challenge. I don't mind if you call it a challenge, um, but it, it's a challenge in order to, to get into a lifestyle. And I don't know if it'd be better for me to explain what it is first or talk about my personal results as well as the personal results of like three or four of my friends. I, I would just say just what is it? Because everybody has a challenge nowadays online. So just, if you could just. Okay. Just so first and foremost, it is not a lose weight challenge. See, I already, see, I already thought it was a lose weight challenge. It is not a get in the best shape of your life challenge. Already, that was my second thought. Okay. You will lose weight you will very well get into some of the best shape of your life. But this is a mental discipline opportunity. And I use the word opportunity because Anthony talks about, or Andy, Andy, let's call him Andy or Anthony. But um, Andy, sorry about that, Andy. Not that he would ever listen, but if you are listening, I apologize. Um, you know, Andy, supposedly I heard the grapevine gets pissed when people call it a challenge. Um, and, and I would mm, somewhere in the middle, look, it's a challenge that's going to lead you to a lifestyle change. Okay. Um, so you, you will lose weight. You will get in the best, best shape of your life or darn near close, but it's, it is mental discipline. It is to show you in my words, if I had to sum up my 103 days, and, and we're, we're doing this today, too, because I started it again, right? So, so that, that's how we tie it all together. What's the relevance? Well, I noticed that personally I was spiraling into a black hole of funk due to this whole shelter in place, work from home, eat, alcohol, eat, repeat, alcohol, eat, like, right? So, so I jumped back on the 75 hard wagon. Uh, so has a coworker of mine in Atlanta, a coworker of mine in the Dallas Fort Worth area, uh, my cousin Matt, my childhood best friend Joey, who turned me on to it. We've all agreed that we're going to jump on this wagon together. Some are doing it for the first time; others are doing it for the second time because we need to funk the funk. We need to we need something to pull us out. Okay, so for seventy five consecutive days, and you got to keep in mind this is mental discipline. So there are no cheat days. If you cheat, you screw it up. Which right? you, like you got to start over? Yeah, you start over. That's why I said I completed this back in, sep no, back in January. I started it in September. It took me about 103 days because I cheated on day like 27. Well, you start back over. Okay. So for, for, for 75 consecutive days, you're going to. And by the way, I was getting to this. Here's what it taught me. Yes, you can. Period. End of story. Yes, period. You, period, can, period. Yes, you can in life. This is for mental discipline. So for 75 consecutive days, you're going to take a picture of yourself. Well, I can do that. Okay. Shirt off, shirt on. I, I would tell you to do shirt off, but, you know, take a picture of yourself. This is a, this is a progress picture. Okay. Okay. You miss one day, though, you start over. I miss a picture of myself. I start over. Yes. It's mental discipline, right? Again, this is, this is not, th wow. okay. You need to drink a gallon of water a day. Bullshit. Can you do day? it? Every day. I try to, I try to chug water here. I might get to like six bottles of water and then I'm like, yo, I'm good. Every day. Yep. So, um, 128 ounces is a gallon. You want to drink 128 
ounces every day. If you miss, you start over. You need to read 10 pages of a book, and that book needs to be some kind of an entrepreneurial business self-help book, leadership book. Yep. I can, I can do that. I feel confident I can do that. 10 pages. Every day. Every day. Don't fall asleep. The 10 pages is easy compared to the gallon of water. Okay. Um, you need to follow a healthy diet. That's subjective. Well, no, that's the best part about it. It's a healthy diet. You write down... And you share with yourself, if you have an accountability partner, great, but you share what you deem healthy. Because personally, I hate every fad diet out there. Literally, Atkins this, uh, what's the new one? Yeah, what's the one that people are doing right? Keto and low carb and no, no, no. How about don't eat like a jackass? That's a good diet, right? Eat healthy foods when you're hungry. Now, healthy foods typically don't come in packages, ladies and gentlemen. So if it's, if it's a packaged or a wrappered food, I don't care what it says about trans fat or low fat. Or I, I love it when like something so unhealthy says it's gluten-free. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and your point is what? I'm still putting garbage in my body. Um, no, so for me, here's what I did. I, I kind of treated it as if I was Catholic and it was Lent. Um, although I was raised Catholic, I'm not practicing and it wasn't Lent, (laughs) but my diet was this, what are my vices, right? I'm my diet personally was I cut out all soda. I cut out all sweets. So that was candy. That was cake, cookies, pie. You're talking about like if you had a cookie, you would start over. Start over. Yep. Um, and I did not allow myself French fries or tater tots because I love them just because I love them. And this is a mental health discipline. And french fries and tater tots are not healthy for me, just like soda's not healthy for me, just like uh, cotton candy and, and, and um, uh, you know, other types of Reese's candy bars aren't, aren't healthy for me, right? So I cut that out. That was my diet. Now, I still had fried chicken wings when I was at a tailgate, and I still had chips and guac. Um, but the most of my food, I try to follow my normal diet, which is, hey, no processed foods. If, if it's, if it's, if it's uh, not processed, then eat it, right? So I ate cheese and fruit and what, what have you, right? But I didn't go crazy. I didn't do something that, that I couldn't maintain the rest of my life because I can maintain the rest of my life not eating sweets, not drinking soda, not eating French fries. Okay, so we, we did the picture. We did the water. We did the reading. Follow a healthy diet. That includes no alcohol. <laughs> but I'm bumped. Yeah, all right, all right. Today's show has been great. Dustin, <laughs> it's 75 days. It's 75 days of no alcohol. That's two and a half months. Okay. 75 days. Yeah. You, you got this. It's a mental health thing. And then finally, you do have to exercise twice a day. Bro. Hold on. Twice a day and once has to be outside. Bro. Okay. Can you not grab your wife's hand and walk? I could do a lot of things. And walk around your property for 45 minutes? You, you could get out a Jane Fonda jazzercise video that your mom left. Twice a day, though? Twice a day. I, I feel good. I could probably, what do you lay? Five things you laid out? Five? 
It's you have to do all of it. It's a it's seventy five hard. It's not called seventy five easy or seventy five mediocre or seventy five half ass. It's a seventy five hard, but it's gonna flip the script on your thought process. Okay, it's yes. gonna make you a better person. After how many days did you start feeling the impacts of you know where you got past like oh I feel like shit to where like oh I actually feel better to where like oh I have energy I'm Superman. I don't know if I could pick a specific day, but I do know this: when I got to day twenty seven, and and I drank beer, I went out of town with my wife and some good friends of ours. And I hadn't listened to the podcast, actually. Andy's podcast, I talked about it. I was going off of my friend's recommendation, trying to use memory, and I built in a cheat day. And what, however far I'd made it by day 27, when my friend called me out, because guess what my wife did? She posted a picture of me with a flight of beer on Facebook, right? So my buddy's blowing me up. He's calling me out. Day 28, I didn't even have to think twice to start over. So it didn't take me but like three weeks to get into a routine. Okay. Now, what did it teach me? Ultimately, yes, you can. Right? Anything you want, there is no excuse why, why you can't accomplish it. So for 75 days I, that I dedicated, and it took me 103, so let's call it what it is, 103 days, I have an experience that whatever life throws at me, I have this memory that I can draw back on that I once accomplished something just because I set out to do it. Okay. Um, I've had some friends since, since I, I learned this from a friend, right? He turned me onto the podcast. He accomplished it. Um, I want to read to you cause I reached out to him earlier today okay. to kind of give me an idea and I haven't saved it as a text message. But so I, I said to him, I said, Hey, will you send me a quick synopsis of your 75 hard experience? What was your main takeaway? It only needs to be two or three sentences. And this is from him. His name's Joey. It says, I have time to do shit, period. You think you don't, but when you're forced to find 90 minutes a day to work out or time to read, you have fucking time. You're probably just wasting it. Okay, so think of that business you think you wanted to start, but you said, I don't have time. Right. Think of think of that that money you wanted to save, but it required you to take on extra responsibilities at work. And you said, I don't have time. Think about when you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like how you look, feel and you say, I just don't have time. And I'm telling you, here's a really fun. Sorry, Andy, I'm calling it a challenge challenge that if you can dedicate 75 days of your life to it, it makes you a changed person. Now, I have another friend. You know, he realized he realized that he wasn't the best dad that he thought he was. He realized that being hungover on Sunday made him a pretty average father because it took him till 1 or 2 p.m. before he was really feeling himself because he decided to tie one on Saturday night. You know what he also felt? He calls his brain a liar. Like, literally, he's like, I've realized my brain's an effing liar. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, because all this time, my brain was telling me, oh, you can't run for two miles. Stop. Oh, you can't run a mile in under 10 minutes. Just stop. Oh, they won't like you if you try to make that sales call. So you shouldn't do it. Oh, you're not smart enough to pass this particular exam or course or continuing education. And he's like, my brain's a liar. He learned through his 75 experience that his brain's a liar and he wasn't the best father. Now he's on day hundred. He still doesn't drink. Really? Still has not drank. Nope. Um, did he plan on going in like quitting drinkers? No, nope. Nope. This is a byproduct. He says he will. 
He set a new goal for himself, right? He's, he's found himself to be more goal-oriented today than he has been in his professional career. And, and he, he's going to celebrate once he hits a certain weight milestone with, with a beverage. Get wasted off of one margarita. Well, from experience, it was two beers and I had to have a glass of water. True story. No, no, so yeah, True so story. Yeah, yeah. Did you get, like, was it buzz? Was it good? We're like, holy shit. Yeah, so, like, so I, I go into this challenge and, and, and I thought I was in shape. I'm a bigger person. I'm yeah. six foot two and, and I like to lift. And I like to lift heavy weights. So I was probably hanging in around 230 pounds, which my weight over the past 20 years has fluctuated between 225 and 245. And at 245, I was probably my strongest. And I was proud of how I looked um, until I did 75 hard. And I went from 230 down to 195. And for the first time, I have a six-pack. And I'm running um, uh, road races. Just the fact that I'm running is amazing. But I'm running road races where I'm averaging under nine-minute miles. And I started bicycling. And I've taught myself how to swim. And by the way, the five books that I read, that was five more than I read the previous two years combined. And I'm reading some really good books that help me become a better father and a better husband and a better parent and a better businessman or or just a better leader altogether. Um, and it turned me on the podcast. Like I have a podcast show that you produce and you co-host because 75 Hard gave me the confidence to do it. Really? Right? Yeah. It wow. it and, and it turned me on to because by the way, audiobooks don't count. Okay, audiobooks don't count. You have to read, hmm. right? Because now all of us, me included, are the best readers. So by, by forcing myself to read 10 pages at night, I'm forcing myself to get better at a skill set that I was probably average at to begin with. Did you ever find yourself like you completed four out of the five things and you're about to go to bed and you're like, oh shit, I forgot to. I, like pop up. I once, and this is probably the only marginal aspect, I once was reading at like 1.30 a.m. And my wife started giving me shit. She's like, you do know it's the next day, right? You do know it's the next day. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm not going to bed yet. But yeah, we had people over for a UCF football game. And uh, the game didn't end till like 1130. They lost, unfortunately, to Cincinnati. It was very heartbreaking. Um, and then our neighbors didn't leave until like 1. So by the time we were done like cleaning up the kitchen, and, and I was, for those watching on YouTube, literally holding my eye open. I have my book out in front of me and I'm like, oh, I got to get like two more pages in. So yeah, I've, I've done that. Um, and what's really interesting is the one aspect you think will be the easiest is typically the hardest. So I'll share my experience. I thought for sure, oh, I can give up sweets. I'm not a candy guy. I'm not a dessert guy. Like I have friends that they have to get dessert anytime we, we go to dinner. I'm not that guy. Um, oh, but I'll eat it if it's there. I had the hardest time staying away from just grabbing that little, maybe my, my kid's Halloween candy or someone brought in birthday cake to the office or this vendor dropped off cookies or donuts. And How do you drink a gallon a day and then no liquor or beer? That's what I'm going to Well, hold on. Ready? When you're drinking a gallon of water a day, you can't drink anything else. I have about 24 to 30 ounces of coffee a day, black coffee, and the rest is water. If I'm really feeling froggy, I might allow myself like a, a Gatorade, an orange Gatorade, maybe some Publix lemonade and um, unsweet tea. Like, and those are like rare treats because you're right. But I'll tell you this. If you're getting up every morning at 6, 630 and you're exercising for 45 minutes, even if you're just walking around your neighborhood, 
you can get 26 ounces of water done then. You can get another 26 ounces in by the time you get to the office. Your goal, in my opinion, is to have about 75 of your 128 ounces done by the time you go to lunch. That way you're only left with another, what, 50, 55 ounces. And you can typically get that done by 8.30 at night because the last thing you want to do is guzzle at 11.30 p.m. You're peeing at 2, you're peeing at 4, you're peeing at 6. Um, but like speaking of like peeing a lot and, and, and drinking a lot of water, well, I just had a, a, a colleague of mine um, did it. And he attacked it. He literally just completed it like two days ago. So I was, you know, blowing up his text because obviously we're socially distancing as much, much as possible. Um, so I don't see him on a regular basis. And he was always funny because he was worried about, he calls it his sippy cup, right? When he gets at home at, home at night, he likes to grab his vodka and maybe a little LaCroix. And he pours it into like a 24-ounce Tervis. And that's his, his sippy for the whole night. Yeah. He was worried about losing that in the same way I can hear you're worried about losing it. Um, the water. That water just about kicked his ass. He just, you know, he, he was worried about the, the alcohol and it was the water. I, was, I, I thought for sure sweets would be my easy part and sweets is what I struggled with the most. I'd probably say the, the easiest part for me was, was the working out. But that's, I enjoy it. I enjoy exercise. But, you know, wh- what I want to share is I... Exercise was, I ran by run, run's a loose term. Most people called what I was doing jogging. I jogged two minutes, I walked a minute. I jogged two minutes, I walked a minute. I run now. Like this morning I got up and I ran five miles. That took me 45 minutes, all well and good. Could you have run, but you couldn't have run the five miles you did this morning. Had I you? couldn't run, I jogged. I jogged two minutes, I walked one. Jogged two, walked one. Yeah. Um, There'd be some days I literally was in my driveway, just kind of bouncing around, moving my body because I looked at my watch and I'm like, well, shit, I got like four minutes left because I was just trying to get my time in. I, I, I didn't care about miles. I didn't care about speed. I just wanted my time. Um, then there was times that I'm like, I have 10 minutes left. But what do I do? Well, fortunately, I have a pool at my house. So I got done. It was hot. This was like September in Florida, still muggy. I jumped in the pool. And I legit was like doing golden girls exercises. Like I was, yeah, the retirement home. Um, But that led me into treading water. And then I learned that, you know what? I can tread water for 10 minutes. Then I started treading water with my hands out of the water. It was, it just every day was a new challenge, right? And then, then I decided I'm going to run four minutes and walk walk a minute by run again, loosely jog. And then it got to five and ones, then nine and ones. And then all of a sudden I decided to, well, maybe I can run a 10K and I can average 10 minutes a mile. And that was a new accomplishment. Then I went and ran a 15K with Joey, who turned me on to 75 hard. And he's a marathon runner. And by running with him, I ran the whole thing. So 15K is uh, 9.3 miles. And we averaged eight minutes and 40 seconds a mile. Damn. Yeah. That's sprinting. I don't care what. For some people it is. Yeah. But it's like, so now my new goal is, well, can I run half a mile, uh, half a marathon to 13.1 miles? And can I do that in under two hours? Right. And all this came, came about because I decided um, to complete 75 hard. Right. I decided also because of this experience to launch my podcast. I decided to sit for the highest designation anyone can achieve in the, in the mortgage arena, which is your CMB or certified mortgage banker. Um, these are all things that came about the confidence 
that I gained. Now, what else did I gain? Yes, my 15-year-old looks at his old man's abs, and he was like, oh, how do I get abs like that? I'm like, well, work out twice a day and quit eating shitty. You know, I mean, it's it's not rocket science, but but I don't want someone to think that they have to be in great shape to start. Um, I know with COVID-19 and a lot of gyms being closed, it's going to be difficult for some. But look, if you have bad knees, bad ankles, if you are obese, that doesn't mean you can't do this, right? You may have to start in a pool, right? And, and you you may just do pool exercises for 45 minutes. You may need to start with stretching and walking for 45 minutes, but trade your time, pick up a book, figure out what is it that you're going to do to, to be healthy. I would tell anyone listening, Jamie Oliver, Google Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver has some great literature and cookbooks where he talks about eating healthy. Eating healthy is, is not a diet. It's, it's a lifestyle and eating healthy means eating the things that aren't packaged eating the things that are natural, that aren't full of preservatives. Um, you know, so there's some good recipes in there. I eat mac and cheese. It's just my mac and cheese doesn't come from a cardboard box. My mac and cheese comes from real cheese and real cream and, and, and whole wheat pasta that, uh, that we can buy that lacks all the, all the preservatives. So this was um, the, the colleague that I was talking about. Uh, this, this was his take. So I asked him the same exact thing. Hey, in two or three sentences, how would you summarize your 75 hard experience? And he goes, 75 hard is not like, is not unlike any other habit or habits you are wanting to create or break. In this case, it's five daily habits. That's how he's summarizing it. It's just five, just five daily things that just about anybody can do. It's just a matter of adopting and accepting a habit or habits quickly. This challenge has altered my life for the better. Right. And so that's early on when we kicked off this episode, I talked about the originator of 75 hard, um, Andy Frisella and his, um, MF CEO project was his podcast that I, that I listened to at first that my friend Joey heard it from. And, then I heard rumors that he doesn't like people calling it a challenge, but to me, it's a challenge that leads you to a lifestyle. He doesn't want to call it a challenge. Everything on the list is challenging as hell. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's more of a lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I think that's my big takeaway is here I am. It's, it's mid-April. I started my journey in September. I completed it in early January, and I've maintained. Like, I maintained my weight. I maintained the running. You know what fell off? Reading. Reading fell off. And yeah, I, I, my diet went more towards more cheat days than no. And, and alcohol got reintroduced to my diet. And I was all well and good with that until I wasn't. Right? And, and what's so great about 75 Hard is if, if you can do the challenge aspect where you do 75 days hardcore, then allow yourself to live the lifestyle. And then when and if you need that kick to the pants... Like I feel like I need right now that my buddy Joey needs that people that are within my, my work organization, my circle have also agreed that, Hey, we don't like the path that we're on. Why not jump on it? Hashtag seven, five hard. It is take a picture of yourself daily, drink a gallon of water daily, read 10 pages of a entrepreneur business, self-help leadership type book daily. 
follow a healthy diet that includes no alcohol daily. There are no cheat days, but you do get to choose what you deem to be healthy. And finally, exercise twice a day once has to be outside. So you're going to be running in the rain. And each of them has to be for a minimum of 45 minutes. Can you do one where it's like, yo, I'm going to work out for like an hour and 20 minutes and the first exercise and do like 30 the next? Nope. So I say no. I have, I have some rules that my friends are calling the DO rules. <laughs> But Andy makes it pretty specific. It's two 45-minute workouts, okay? Um, And yes, I've walked in a poncho. I've ridden my bike. I mean, you're talking, no one says at what level of, of, of intensity. It's just at first moving your body. Push yourself, and you'll want to. Once you get into that mindset, you're, you're going to want to do better each time. Um, but some of the DO rules... No, it is 45 minutes. So, hey, if you go on a two-mile, uh, two-hour run, cool story, bro. High five. 45 minutes. You still have 45 minutes, right? Now, your 45 minutes might be yoga in the house, right? It might be a, a stretching video that you found because you dug up your old P90X. But it's, it's, you have to do 45 minutes outside and 45 minutes somewhere else. It can be outside or inside. But you have to have at least one exercise because this is all about mental discipline. So whether it's 99 degrees and 100% humidity or negative 9 degrees, your ass has to figure out a way to do one exercise outdoors. It may be dragging your elliptical out to your front yard and being the weirdo on the elliptical, but you're still going to get that outdoor. And, And that's teaching you. When I said it teaches me, yes, you can. Yeah, anything in life, yes, you can. Don't let any small or large obstacle stop you from doing something you really want to do. If you know because you're doing 75 hard, you have to do an outdoor workout, but your bike's broken and your knees hurt really bad and it's too damn cold to get in your pool or you don't have a pool, but you do have that elliptical, okay, take all of the clothes that you have hanging on the elliptical off, wheel it outside and get your outdoor workout in because yes, you can. This is a mental discipline challenge that will lead to a lifestyle adaptation that Look, I loved what it did for me. Um, I'm doing it again. And I want to share it with, with anyone listening in hopes that it inspires them to do it again. And if you have questions regarding 75 Hard or my experiences, um, you can find me at the Lone Officer Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, I may even allow Coleman to post my results from my first go around, uh, which will be interesting because you see a picture of me at 230 pounds, a picture of me at 195. Um, You can call me at the office. My office number is 407-645-6363. And um, yeah, I I challenge you to challenge yourself because yes, you can. That's all I have. That was dope. I'll try it. Uh, I'll be doing the 75 hard challenge for the next couple of years, but we'll see how it goes. (laughs) Hey, it, it, it took me twice. Um, it might take me twice to do, to do it this next go around, but you know, I'd love to hear from people, even if they're, if they start it and, uh, and they have results or they have questions or they need words of encouragement. Uh, that's what we're here for, but it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, thanks to, uh, Andy Frisella for originating it and sharing it. And thanks to Joey for turning me on to, to the challenge. And, um, yeah, here I am paying it forward, sharing it with you guys and, uh, best of luck to everybody and, uh, stay hard. Dio out.
stay hard. Stay hard, yeah. David Goggins, stay hard. Later.